This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Okay, welcome week two to The Hub Challenge with stock trader extraordinaire, millionaire, and trade and travel founder, Terry Egiomo. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Karen. How you doing? I'm good. Let me change my name on this because the Professor Hunter thing is it, it, up there. This is for my class. This is my the Zoom that I use for my class at Hunter College. So they better not call me Karen. Anyway, there we go. All right. Now, we, now we're full yokes. Okay. So talk to me. Week one, you killed it. You smashed it. $26,000, even though the market was down. All right. So how did we do week two? Week two, girl. <laughs> I wanted to say, okay, so I want to say, like, we killed it again, and we did. We're positive. We are up $7,900, I think, from last week, so we're actually at three three hundred thirty-four thousand. and I have a whole presentation, so we're up um, $334,000, so we, we still have, like, a good amount to give to the nonprofit. Oh, Jesus, but my nerves this week, Lord. Um, <laughs> Was it the president getting COVID? Was it like, was it the debates? Like what, what impacted the market this week that made it a difficult week trading wise? Honestly, I think it was honestly just my emotions. So I, yeah. So I got into a trade on Monday and I just got so nervous. Like, oh my God, I, I think I just mentally was in my head. Like, oh no, I'm on a national, tra uh, national stage. All these people are watching me. Like I can't lose. And so that made me kind of second guess myself this week. And I got a little nervous. So I was like this one trace, I was in NVIDIA on Monday and I got into it cause I knew that it was a good trade, but and it went up originally to like $4,000 and I was like, okay, we're good. But then it started going down and I was like, no, I can't lose in front of people. So I got out of the trade at like $260 and I'm it like, back up. it did, it went, girl, it went up to $540. I would have made $40,000 on that trade, but I second guessed myself. And then so let's, talk, let's pause for a second. Let's pause for a second because I think you know, and I know this about human. You know, we we constipate ourselves with our emotions, whether it's going for a job or performing in front of an audience. You know, those of us, you know, like I do radio. If I have to do a speaking engagement, you're you're in your own head, kind of telling yourself things that you know you do this all the time. Why are you nervous? Why is this? And and it's weird that it's happening to you, somebody who's been doing this for ten years. But it just goes to show that we're all susceptible to those voices in our head. How yes. do you tune them out? Girl, that and and I will say, like this week I played defense. So on Friday, I actually was kind of excited that the market fell. And I wasn't excited that the president got, well, maybe a little bit, but I wasn't trying to be excited that the president got, <laughs> got sick. But uh <laughs> but thoughts and prayers. Let's just pause. Thoughts and prayers. Yes. All right, go ahead. Yep, we wish for him what he wishes for us. That's it. We're not standing in a blessing. We're not blocking our blessing. Right. All right. So. Right. Um, but that actually wasn't the thing. Like, I also got tripped up this week on being too greedy. So I'm in a position right now, um, and I, I like I said, we can go through the whole presentation, but I'm in a position right now that is losing 
But earlier in the week, it was up $60,000. It was up $140,000, but I didn't, I didn't sell. And that was literally just me being greedy. There were so many times this week where I could have gotten out of it, but I was like, no, it'll go up one more dollar. Let me just have one more. And that too was something that I think was this not healthy. And I felt it all week because I'm now having to stare at CNBC all day or, you know, having like my, my stomach in knots. So that's a couple of the things that I definitely want to like teach our folks about today. So let me, let me free you a little bit. Um, if you don't make a dime, which I, I just want to, I need to say this to you. The fact that you were willing to do this, be so transparent is such a blessing, not just for me personally, but for so many people who I think are like, I'm skeptical. I don't know. That first week alone showed what's possible. And I think that that just rest on that. Like I, I need Terry Ijeoma to be the Terry Ijeoma act like this is your account, that you're not doing this for a greater good or greater cause, because I want to free you from that. There's no losing. You can't fail at this. You cannot fail. So let me just say that. It doesn't matter how much or how less. You can't fail. Nobody's judging you. So I want to just say that publicly. Thank you. And I need that because there's some there's some crazy bots out there. And like, you know, like the comments are crazy. Like, oh, like she makes she probably makes more in her courses than trading. And I'm like, y'all don't even know me, actually. Mm. But like, so those are the type of people that I'm like, I just want to, you know, prove them wrong. And they get they get in your feelings because there's comments everywhere, like YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. So it's it's hard to it's hard to feel like I can't, I can't have a loss, you know? So okay, yeah. Since, since you're a pastor, one of the most poignant sermons I'd ever heard in my entire life, and it stuck with me to this day, it was a pastor. I can't remember his name. He was from Africa. And he was talking about, you know, the jungle with the lions and lions are so powerful and they're the biggest predators in, in, in nature and uh, in the jungle. And the thing that the lion does uh, before it, it captures its prayer, pray, excuse me, P-R-E-Y, is it roars, it roars. And its roar is so, so shattering that it literally paralyzes its prey. Mm. It's not, not the, the, yeah, it's fast, it's ferocious, but that roar will stop you in, its, in, in your tracks. And that's the thing that gives you, that lion enough time for you to, Cause them gazelles are fast. Them, they're, they're fast. But the roar. So he said, you have to ignore the roar. And many of us have that, that roar. Cause it's not real. The roar is noise. It's noise. Right. And so whether it's social media, somebody in your ear telling you, you ain't ish, somebody telling you, you can't do something. That's the roar in our lives that we have to figure out how to ignore. Cause that's the thing that's going to paralyze us and keep us from doing the things that we need to do. And so what I do with the social media, you know me, uh, I, I will block and delete a person. You don't get three strikes. And if y'all listening to this and you want to troll, you got one time to say something out your mouth that's negative. You got one time to put a comment in there that has something to do with somebody's appearance. You got something negative to say about anything. This is a safe space where we are growing things. If your seed is a weed, it will be eradicated and thrown into the fire. So I'm real. So I, I spend a good bit, bit of time, Terry, so you know, every day going through the comments, weeding out the riffraff 
and the and the naysayers and the negativity. Not that we can't have an honest debate about things, but this is not that time nor that place. So that's number one. I'm not on Facebook because well, I'll tell you off mic why. But Facebook <laughs> is, is problematic. And as as far as Twitter and those other spaces, you just delete people. I was I had a live that I did this weekend with Dr. Greg Carr and. In, in a live, you, you're, you're trying to have this great conversation, and then there's, you can see that there's something going on. So somebody was in there calling us the N-word and stuff, mm -hmm. and so the people in there were mad, and then they started, but they weren't listening to the word that we were given because they're busy fighting with the trolls. So That's I had to take a minute while I'm doing this, delete, 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 you know, hide from the channel, hide from the channel until people, but, but in the midst of that, if we just ignored that, you're getting, you're getting fed. You know, instead of being starved out by these by these uh, things in our ears, so I don't I don't know if if it, hopefully stop list don't just turn it off just turn off the comments that's all my message. Thank you. I I I have no words after that. The only thing in my head is is the the Bible says the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and I feel like sometimes like the comments and things they will mentally try to destroy you or stop you before something great happens and i think that that's where i mentally was this week and it was like no terry you got to push through like this is bigger than you like don't let some random stupid person who has zero followers and no picture on youtube make you feel a certain kind of way right <laughs> um so thank you karen you're gonna have me over here crying i'm trying not to cry uh but thank you for that i really do appreciate it well thank you now listen um your service to this i i have been contacted by so many people who have taken your class as you know i actually uh, had one of my producers take your class before i had you know when i had you on my show because i was like <laughs> she's really doing it i need I, I need to see if this is really working and they um are, are trading and making money i think this week they actually made because they took a, a side job they made just as much trading as they did from their side job that they're probably gonna quit now and uh yeah so oh, so wow. yeah there's, and there's so many stories like that so listen if if we get a thousand more people trading and they make a hundred dollars a day or a thousand dollars a day god please what shift is that gonna have like the hub challenge aside, truthfully, yeah. the hub challenge is a Trojan horse for me. I'm I'm good no matter what, whether whether you make that number or not, we're gonna do what we're gonna do regardless. Yeah. But I think it's super important that we can inspire people out there to to know what's possible. And if this is where folks are getting rich and only like three to five percent of us are invested, it's time to change that paradigm. So we're shifting lives right now. So thank you. Yeah. Tell us what you did this week. Tell us tell us what you did, Terry Egioma. All right, all right. Well, here we go. Can you see my screen? Did the presentation come up? Yes, it did. So let me change the so everybody can see it bigger. All right, got it. Thank you, thank you. Oh man, I had to wipe my face because you're gonna have me crying. Anyway, <laughs> all right, guys. So we are in week two, and um, we are talking about. Let me make this actually a little bigger so I can see. If at any time you can't see me, let me know. But, all right, so um, as you know, we are working to make sure that we are 
we are uh, making money for the hub and we're going to go from $300,000 in my account to $750,000 so that I could donate $450,000 to the hub. And here's our agenda for today. So we're going to do the introduction, uh, which we, we just did, then account update. I'm going to tell you how I did for the week. Then we'll do some teaching moments, a trade spotlight. And today I really want to teach you guys how to play defense. Um, on Friday, when the president got coronavirus, the market fell. And I know so many people were worried, like, what is going to happen to my account? So I actually want to show you a trade that I did to play defense during that day. And then, as we said, our goal is to uh, make $450,000. And then this is our trading plan. And I want to reiterate this every week so that people understand, like, this is what, this is the way that I'm looking at trading so that you can get context over the whole conversation. So first of all, I'm trying to make $3,000 a day. And where did that come from? Well, in trade and travel, what I'm trying to teach my students is how do you average 1% of your cash amount a day? Just 1%. If you could learn how to make 1% of your cash amount a day, that actually starts adding up. Over five months, you'll double your account just by making 1% of your cash amount a day. So for us, we have $3,000. We're trying to make $3,000 a day. And we're not amortizing this because we want to give some room for if we have losses. So this is just we're averaging that $3,000, and it'll stay the same no matter how much is in our account, all right, for the rest of the challenge. Well, let, let me just correct. $300,000, 1% of $300,000 is $3,000. Yes. Did I mess that up? Yep. Um, right. We're starting with $300,000. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is I'm trading stocks and options. There are other asset classes like futures and Forex, but I, I um, trade particularly stocks and options. I'm a technical analysis trader, so I'm looking at charts to determine when to get in and out of a trade. So you may say like, oh, well, she doesn't talk about uh, fundamentals or you never will hear me talk about PE ratios really because I'm looking at a chart, a candlestick chart and formations in that chart that tell me where are big banks like Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan Chase, where do they have big orders to buy stocks? That's where I want to buy and where are they selling? And that's where I want to sell. So where are big banks buying and selling? And then I'm a day and swing trader. Although I'm trying to average $3,000 a day, I can do that during one day or I could do a swing trade and make $15,000 that week. Either way, I, I'm still going for that same daily average, but I can day or swing trade, all right? Now here's the drum roll. This is how we did this week. <laughs> yes. So first of all, this week we are up $334,716.06. And um, the account ended at that amount, but we're taking a, we're carrying a loss into next week. So what does that mean? It means that I actually made more than this this week, but you're not, you're not seeing it yet. So just one more time, I'll give you, let you guys see that number. So we're up from 300,000, we're up $34,716, which is 11.6%. And this is where, like you said, Karen, Terry, like you're still doing phenomenal. The market usually goes up eight to 10%. In two weeks, you're beating the market average. You're already up 11%. So I was being hard on myself this week for no reason, honestly. Um, <laughs> nope, you have you, any thoughts you know, on that? No, nope, yeah, yes, I do. 
hold on, let me change the gallery. Yes, yes, I do. Because you, you're like Michael Jordan or, or like LeBron. And so you, if you're not doing a triple-double, if you're not dropping 50 points, you feel like that's a failure. Whereas, you know, the average player, NBA player, by the way, so we're still talking <laughs> about stars, you know, if they do 20 and eight rebounds, they're excellent. This is 20 and eight. This is great. You're going to, you know, you're valuable. But you have a standard of Jordan and LeBron. So that's why you're hard on yourself. And I get it. And I'm not going to um, tell you you're wrong for that because that's how you, you stay excellent. So, all right, carry on. I'm done. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, so just in trade and travel, at least say no picture, no proof. So let me show you the pictures of this just so you can see. And I tried to make this a little bigger this time because I know last time I was a little blurry. So we started out at 300,000. By the end of last week, we were at 326,775. And then at the end of this week, we're at $334,716. All right, so we're still up. But we are carrying, this is what I was talking about, carrying a loss. So there's a difference between unrealized and realized profit. Unrealized means this is some stocks or positions in my account that I haven't sold yet. Once I sell them, they'll come to realize profit, and that's when I start keeping track of them. But what's kind so of right, right now? Hold on, back up a second. Uh -huh. um, so right now, those stocks that you're holding are in a negative position. They're losing. Yep. Yes, okay. and it's actually just one position. I'm in one position of Zoom um, in contracts and options that is is down right now. Mm -hmm. So next week, if Zoom does well, then I'll sell that, and then we'll be up again. Mm -hmm. which to be honest with you this is where that greedy part came in this same position if you think about zoom and like what happened this week this same position at one point this week it was up 60,000 at one point this week it was up 140,000 like Friday when president got corona zoom skyrocketed so it was up 144,000 at that time but I didn't sell it and so that's where I was kind of beating myself up like what were you doing Why didn't but I Let's, let's go through that for a second. Why, why didn't you sell it? I had a strategy. So, okay, so you know how if you're in, like, so both of us like playing spades, right? Um, and you know how, like, sometimes, like, you have a strategy with your cards. Like, you're not going to play your joker yet because you know that, like, somebody else may have another joker. Like, say you had, um, you joker, know. And somebody got the big joker. Yeah. So you're like waiting to play your card. That's what I was doing this week with this position. So like I actually had another position that was hedging against this one and it made money on the way down. So on, on Friday, I made 26,000 on the one that went down as the market went down. So I had to wait to sell this one. So that's really what was going on. But also a little bit of, I was being greedy. Like there was a couple times this week where I could have sold that but I was trying to like let my strategy play out. Okay. It still may, it still may work. Yeah. And like, that's the thing. Like I still have time. Like I, I do believe Zoom's going to go up this week. Um, it is. Yeah. Like you said, I just, I'm hard on myself. Um, and I am going to show you, you all this position. Cause I'm going to show you how I play defense on this, which I am actually very proud of this week. Um, so 
real quick, just to show you this. So it looks like I only made 7,000 this week, but I want to show you the real play-by-play -play so that you can see like, oh, this number doesn't actually really show how Terry did this week. So let me show you on the actual calendar. So coming into this week, I had done two trading days last week. One was for 4,790 and the other, here, let me zoom in. And the other was 22,000. So on Monday, I made 260. This one was on NVIDIA. This is the one where I was like, I could have just let that ride the rest of the week, but I, I scared myself out of it. Then Tuesday, I made my 3,000. This also was on a trade that was going down. So I had made money on the way down, which I was proud of. Wednesday, I had, that sw I had a swing trade going in my account this week. So I didn't trade on Wednesday. Thursday, I made $3,430. And then Friday, I actually realized a profit of $26,022. So my total actual profit for the week was actually $32,712. But you all just can't see it because the unrealized profit, I also have a, one that's losing. So that's, that's what actually went down this week. Um, what'd you say? I said, you did do well. Yeah, so I did do well, but I got to make sure like when you're trading, it doesn't matter unless you actually realize the profit. So um, this is that Friday trade. I realized 26,000, but then I still had that unrealized. So that's why you can't really tell until I sell this how well I did this week. All right. So a couple key takeaways, and then I want to show you how like this I actually did on Friday when the market was going down. So I wanna tell you how do you then, um, well, not you Karen, I'm just talking about the audience, but um, I wanna share with them like how they play defense so that they can make money on days when the market is down. All right. So key takeaways here, one, don't be greedy. I'm doing, what I did here is I said, let me do a couple don'ts and a couple do's. Don't be greedy like I did. The, um, the trade that's currently negative, it actually went positive on like Tuesday, but I didn't sell it and then it turned around on me. And that's one of the things I also teach my students. When, when, you're, when your stock or your trade gets to your target, get out of the trade. When you're trying to wait for that just one more dollar or just two more dollars, that's when you start losing and the stock will turn against you. So just have more discipline, get out of the trade. So do what the chart says. If the chart says get out, get out. If the chart says don't get in, a lot of times we have FOMO and we're getting in near where the charts are saying to sell. That's literally because you don't want to miss out. Do what the chart says, not what your feelings say. All right. And then um, the another thing I wanted to say in terms of key takeaways this week is don't trade when you're busy. So like the trade that I took um, that is currently losing, I took it on Tuesday. Tuesdays are my busiest days. I have meetings with my team in the morning. I have um, meetings with my students at night. It's like the busiest day, but I still was trying to place a trade. Guys, it's not worth it. Like this is a skill set that you will have for the rest of your life. So you don't have to force it when it's not there or when your attention's not there, you can also do a swing trade. So if it's something where, you know what, I'm busy um, with my day job right now, I don't have a lot of time to focus, wait till the market pulls back like it did on Friday, 
and then try to get into some of the stocks that you know are going to do well during quarantine or coronavirus. Looking at Amazon, looking at software, looking at um, like I, this is dis, uh, disclaimer. This is for educational purposes only um, and entertainment. So don't you know? Don't take these and try to just run with them without doing your own research. But some of the things that did really well during coronavirus was. Uh, Zoom and anything that helps you with meetings, telehealth companies like Teladoc, gaming companies did really well during quarantine. Um, what else did really well? DocuSign, Clorox. huh? Clorox. Yep, Clorox did really well. So think of some of those companies that are actually really successful companies, but because the whole market is afraid, they came down. Think about maybe getting into some of those and then staying in them a little longer. Maybe you'll hold it for a week instead of trying to do like a day trade when you're too busy. Okay, just some ideas there. And then learn how to play defense. Learn how to play defense. This is the thing I was telling you guys that I was so proud of myself about. So let me walk you through it. Karen, do you have any questions on those takeaways before I go to the, the next one? No teacher, Terry. <laughs> so it's just, it's part of me. Y'all, it is part of me. Like I have, I have come to embrace that is the way the Lord gifted me. <laughs> so, all right. So playing defense. This week we were in Zoom again. Last week we were in Zoom in stocks, but this week we were in Zoom in options. And I was able to play defense because I did two options trades at the same time. One of the options trades actually made money when the market was going up and the other options trade made money when the market was coming down. So either direction, I, I felt secure in my position. So One let me show you. difference between a stock and an option. Oh, okay. Yeah. So a stock is when you're trading like one share of the company. An options contract is when you're trading a hundred shares at a time. And an options contract is kind of like a contract to buy a house. So when you're buying a house, you actually say, I want to buy the house at this price, at this date, this closing date in the future. And I want to um, pay this, pay this much. So I'm, I'm going to buy the house. I'm going to have this closing date. Like, and it's a contract. Basically, that's the same thing you're doing in options. You're saying, I wanna buy 100 shares of the stock at this price and at this date in the future. And that's a contract. And then you'll just pay a premium to control that contract until it expires. So that's what you're doing in options. Does that make sense? Yes. Options is the most difficult, I think the most difficult asset class to learn, but it's also one of the most powerful Unfortunately, though, because it's so powerful, you also have a lot of risk. So that's another thing that I was like, oh, goodness, like if I don't do this right this week, I could blow up my account, which prayerfully I won't do. But just know that when you're dealing with options, it can be a lot more risky. So let me walk you guys through this defensive play. And you, you all can put it on, you can put it on stocks if you have stocks in your account and you can also do it on options if you have options in your account basically when you do this what i'm about to show you when you do it on stocks it's called a covered call but it's one way to play defense when the market is going down 
So let me just show you this way and then I'll make it big. But if you see down here, I have some calls in, in Zoom that expire next week. So they, or they expire on Friday of this upcoming week. But it said as long as Zoom was above 470, then I would make money on the way up. And because of how much I paid, I paid $27.40. I actually need this to go up to $4.97 this week before I really make money on it. All right, so this is this bottom one. So this one right here is saying, if, if Zoom goes above $4.70, I'll make money. This one though says, if Zoom stays below $4.85, then I'll get to keep a credit. So this one, I make money as long as Zoom stays below 485. And the cool thing is, if it stays below 485, I get to keep $44,000, which is pretty good. That's like good money. So on this one, and, and you'll see here, I'm losing a little bit on the stock that is going above 470, but I'm making money on the one that's going down. So this is like me playing defense on Friday to say, hey, if the stock comes down, then I'm gonna make money. If it goes up, I'm gonna make money, right? Aren't you fighting or, or betting against yourself in this by putting a trade in on the up and on the down at the exact same time? What's the strategy I, there? I Again. am, so, the, so it's like yes and no, I am. But here's the thing, if this went above 485, then this would start going positive. So if it goes above 485, I'm okay selling this because I was gonna make money anyway. But if it goes below 485, then I know I'm gonna bring in this whole credit and then still have ability to make money on this the next week. Um, so what I, yeah. So what I did here is I actually staggered it. So this one ended, this one expired on this upcoming Friday, but this one expired last Friday. So that's why I was so excited when um, the market went down because I was like, yes, I'm going to bring in this 44000 and then next week I'll be able to make money on this one. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't looking at the date, um, October 2nd versus October 9th. So I, I thought they were the exact same. So thank you for pointing that out. So you're not literally fighting against yourself because of the staggering. Yes. And um and there's a stagger in the price. So if this was 470 on the way up, and then this one was also 470, then I'd really be fighting against myself. But because there's a stagger here or a difference, as long as it's above 470 but below 485, that still gives me a pretty big window to make money on the on the option. Got it. I was gonna put um I had a couple other pictures where both of these actually were positive at the same time on Friday. There was another time though, where I will say, um, at one time on Friday, Zoom had gone up to $450. So it was higher than both of these. This was up $144,000. But then this one was negative, like a hundred and it's, it's negative less. So it would, it was negative like a hundred and 39,000. So I was still positive because there was a spread between these two, but it wasn't the same as if this had come down and expired all the way, which it did. At the end of the market, it expired at 482. 
Um, I sold a little early. So y'all saw I only made 26,000, but I could have just held it to the end of the day and made the whole 44,000. Wow. Yeah. I didn't do that though, because um, I didn't know if it was going to just pop back up at the last minute of the day on Friday. So I was like, let me go ahead and get at the time, like you can see here, I had made 51% on the trade. So at the time it was like, I'm, I'm up 60% on this trade. Let me get out of it at 20. This came down a little bit more. So I got out of it at 26,000. And then this one, if it goes positive, then I'll, I'll make money both ways. So you followed the chart and you weren't greedy. You did the two things that you said you should do. You weren't greedy and you followed the chart. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I wasn't. Yeah. And I followed my trading plan. But yeah, but yeah. I will say it was a crazy trade. Watching like some for me, watching red in my account is like hearing nails on a chalkboard. So like, I just was not comfortable <laughs> watching this play out, but I knew that I had a strategy. Like this had to like, I knew that if this expires, so I had to like wait for the time, had to wait for the end of the week, had to wait for it to come down, but I knew that this was gonna be a good trade. So that's one of those, yeah, it just, it just trading is, is really interesting, but it is an emotional journey. Mm-hmm. Well, let me finish this and then we can talk some more. Um, so total progress is we're up $34,716 from um, towards our goal, which is 7.7% to our $450,000 goal. In terms of weekly progress, we were supposed to make 15,000 a week. So we, we beat that by leaps and bounds the first week. The second week we were a little under, but it's okay because the goal is to average, right? And so as an average, we're still beating our goal. So um, by this week, we were supposed to be up 30,000 and we're up 34,716. And if that position turns around, I think we'll be in even better shape going into next week. But we have to see, there's a possibility that we'll take a loss and we'll just keep moving. So that is everything. And yeah, if anybody wants to know more about how I trade, you can go to tradeintravel.com. But I'll drop a link in the description. You can sign up for her class. I'll drop it in the description and also her Instagram uh, handle, which is I'm an investor, Imani Investor. Yes. I'm an investor on Instagram as well. Yeah. So what do you think, Karen? From everything I said, what do you think about how we did? I'm, I'm uh, grateful that I'm getting to watch because there's, there's some things, you know, you can be smart in one area and then not smart in another area and it intimidates you and, and it makes your eyes glaze over and then we kind of freeze and lock out. You know, when you said options, I was like, you know, <laughs> do not confuse. What is she talking about? You know, I fundamentally knew, but not really. So when you showed it and explained it, I was like, oh, okay, that's not so scary. I get it now. Okay, you could do that. A lot of learning is fear, you know, and we have been conditioned to be afraid of things we don't know. And so you are pulling the veil off of a lot of things that seem complicated and it's only for smart people, whatever that means. We're all smart. We just learn differently and sometimes at different paces. So I'm, I'm grateful for the transparency because I'm learning too. Thank you. And I think like it's so important for people to know that like 
you can play defense. Uh, when I was first learning how to trade, I didn't know that you'd play defense. I thought that if you were losing, you just were losing and there was nothing you could do but just take the loss and call it a day. But when I learned that actually I can get a credit for selling, like people, like what basically what I was showing there is somebody paid me $44,000 to sell them the stock that I bought at 485. I bought it at 470. So they're they're gonna pay me forty four thousand dollars to buy it from me at four eighty five. Like there's ways to make money. Like they're giving you a credit to sell your stock, um, and if it doesn't reach that, you just get to keep the money. Like like that stuff that a lot of times we don't know that you could even do stuff like that. But it's ways to protect yourself from losing. Which again, I think the other lesson is you have to know all of the strategies. You have to know all of the rules. You have to know all of the things before you can really play a game. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, like given the space reference, if you don't know big joker, little joker, maybe you're sitting at a table where there, there are no jokers and you never played without jokers, you're going to have to figure out, oh, there are no jokers and no deuces wild. I'm just going to play straight space, ace, king, queen. Okay, I have to make the adjustment. But new rules require you can't be sitting at the table. That's not how I play well, then you don't get to play. And so we have to learn to be nimble and adjust and learn all of the strategies so that we can win every game that we sit at the table for. Yep. And you know what, Karen? So I was with some friends and we were playing spades and I, um, like they were at seven over, like they, they had seven bags and like, you know, we were playing, once you get to 10 bags, you go down a hundred points. A hundred. Yes. So we were, um, so my partner and I, we were down, we were losing, but all of a sudden we started throwing hands and it looked like, okay, why are y'all like losing? But we had strategy. We knew that if we gave the other team three more books, they would go down a hundred points and we would be back in the game. And so sometimes I feel like we got to understand that it might look like you're losing, but you just got to change up your strategy, like learn how to lose, you know, like learn how to think it through so you can get back in the game. So that's, that's how I felt this week. So now y'all learn how to trade stock and how to play spades. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're giving all of the, all of the juices here. I appreciate that. All right. So next week, um, next week, week three, I'm looking forward to seeing what, what Terry Egioma's cooking up. Uh, you don't have to give us anything. We'll check back in next week, find out all of the, the tea that you did. And um, I'm just, again, I can't thank you enough for doing this for so many reasons. And um, I'm, incredibly proud of, of your progress. So thank you for sharing this today, Terry. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Oh man, follow her at I'm an investor. I'm going to drop the link in the description. Give us the thumbs up, go to her YouTube page, which is, is it your name, Terry Egioma? Um, oh no, it's trade and travel on YouTube. It's trade and travel. Uh-huh. All right. I'll put that in the, in the description too. follow her, subscribe to her channel, give her thumbs up. And uh, we'll check in with you next week, Terry. Much success. Ignore the roar. Ignore the roar. Ignore the roar. <laughs> yes. Um, well, and for everybody else to learn how to put some protection in your accounts this week, because we don't know what's going to happen with the president and Corona. So just try to play defense. Yeah. Condoms. All right. On that note, I'll see you next week. Yeah, protection. All right. Never mind.